welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. I'm Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for 13 years, and I'm passionate about our Second Amendment rights. In this podcast, I'll talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, plus I may throw in a sports story or movie topic as well. Well, today's um, Monday, the 19th of October. I'm taking a little time off from doing the podcast. I just kind of need a mental break between that and everything else going on, as well as the election and the craziness related to that. I just needed to take a few days and and clear my head. So, you know, since then, we've had a lot go on. My Cowboys lost our starting quarterback for for the year. Uh, Tonight, we'll give glimpse of exactly what Andy Dalton can bring to us. I, I'm a TCU a Horn Frog, so I'm really familiar with Andy. I've watched his career, always really liked him, um, but he's not Dak Prescott. And despite even Andy at his best, I think with this, this defense that we've got, unless they can actually actually force somebody to punt every once in a while, I don't think um, we can outscore anybody because we're going to have to score 30 or 40 points every game just to keep up with what our defense has given up. And tonight we'll go against Kyler Murray and uh, Coach Bro. So we'll see what's going on. So we'll see. I'll, we'll talk about it probably next week whenever we do this podcast. As it pertains to the current events, well, we've got the election. You know, the Amy... Uh, Coney Barrett hearings, I thought went really well. You know, the times that she got questioned on the the Second Amendment, I thought she had really good responses. I think she will be a pro Second Amendment justice. We just need to get her over the in over the goal line and score and get this her confirmation done. The Democrats are doing everything they can to to delay it, but I don't think they can ultimately delay it. Overall, I think they were pretty fair with her. They usually, they didn't really attack her that much. They they really just were using the time to give uh, their opinions of Trump and his policies and do some political bashing, but nothing really about Amy and her, her, her approaches as a judge. We've had the town hall, which again, you know, another moderator gone wild. We got another one this week, and this moderator is supposed to be the uh, Worst of the three, so we'll see how that goes. And now, and we got the Hunter Biden emails, and this is just really amazing. I mean, I've been going out to CNN, and I don't go there much, and you can't even find anything about it except there was a story on CNN where the Justice Department's investigating the Russian collusion aspect of that. These emails came from Russia. This laptop was from Russia. They just can't. They can't give up on Russia. They everything is Russia, Russia, Russia. So I really hope we can get some uh, more light shed on this topic. But uh, what I want to talk about, you know, and I'm just going to make this a short one today, probably is is voting. Uh, early voting is up and going. I think everywhere in the country right now. I voted last week here in Texas. I heard you know the, on the first day the lines were incredible. I think that's good news. I think. Turnout is going to be key. You know, I keep looking at all the polls and I just, you don't know what to believe anymore. And then you look at the rallies and there was a rally yesterday with Trump in California. And I mean, thousands of people showing up for him there and Joe Biden can't get 40 or 50 at his rallies. So I I just don't see the enthusiasm and I don't see Biden-Harris voters getting out and, and voting in the the 
same volume that the Trump supporters are going to be voting. I see that. I, you know, I saw a stat that the Trump campaign has been monitoring the attendance at their rallies. And a rally in Florida that last, over this weekend, there was almost 16,000 attendees and Less, I think only 30% considered themselves Republicans. There's it, over all the rallies, it's been about 50% consider themselves Republicans. Some 20 some odd percent are Democrats. Some don't know the number. Of, there's like 15 or so percent usually that have never didn't vote in the last election. 10% that haven't voted in the last several elections. So it just seems like we're pulling in a lot of different people. And so whenever I look at the stats, on my podcast, which is really interesting to me, and where my listeners are coming from. So I'm here in Texas. Most of the people that I follow me and, and stuff are in Texas. And when I look, you know, there's a lot of, you know, different cities in Texas that are listening to my podcast. But the number one locations that I have in the top three is California and Ohio. And then Wisconsin's not far behind. There's some Colorado in there. And so these are key battleground states. So I don't know who you all are out there in California, Ohio, Wisconsin, but get out and spread the word. You know, if you share my podcast, go to my website, share some of my uh, blog posts and slash newsletters, go to other places and tell people, you know, that you know about that, you know, if they are gun owners and gun enthusiasts, they have to vote for Trump or they're going to be losing those rights. Uh, there's an article today about the billions of dollars in extra taxes that current AR-15 owners will end up having to pay based on some of the proposals that uh, the Biden campaign wants to put in place in terms of taxing, um, much like the NFA tax. They want to put, it, put in place a NFA-type tax on AR-15 rifles on current owners, and that's going to cost you know $3 billion. And I, I mean, I've got, if you count the receivers and lowers I have, you know, I've got 20 or 30 ARs, you know, that can be quite expensive. And so they're probably going to ask you, well, you either pay the tax or you can turn them in and we'll pay you a little sum. And, you know, I think for a few people that might be enticing. Others are just going to become criminals and not pay the tax. And so now in an effort, they're going to make law-abiding citizens criminals by their, their enacting their new gun control laws. So my plea in this podcast is vote, vote, vote. And that is what we need to get done. We need to go out and vote. We need to get our friends to vote. If you've got a teenager that just turned 18, take them to the a polling place and have them vote. We need the votes. We need to make sure that we the turnout for Trump is far exceeds the turnout for Biden. And if we don't, this country is in for a sad state of affairs for the next four years at a minimum. And they may be able to put things in place that will keep us from ever taking control. They're talking about adding, you know, two new states, you know, Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C., and getting a, some additional senators and electoral college votes and then eliminating the electoral college and just going to a popular vote, which means California and New York will decide our president every year, stacking the court, you know, putting in, you know, adding, you know, two or three of their justices so that they can, again, regain the majority. So there are a lot of ways that they have planned to 
eliminating the filibuster. So, so again, there are a ton of ways that if they get in power, they're going to grab on and do what they can to hold on to that power and not give it up. And without some, you know, probably some serious constitutional fights, it may be difficult for us to regain that power anytime soon. So get out and vote. I don't want to sound too dire here on a Monday morning, but it is critical that we, we spread the word and vote. And again, I'm going to end this podcast like I've done before. And have you just listened to Joe Biden and his words on guns as well? And then I said, if you like this podcast, you know, share it with your friends, get them to vote, rate it five stars. My contact information's in there. Contact me. If you need any information, please let me know. And, you know, again, vote, vote, vote. Who in God's name needs a weapon that can handle a hundred rounds? For God's sake. I think we have to, in fact, have universal background checks, eliminate assault weapons as a being illegal to be sold or owned in the United States, as well as uh, limiting the number of bullets that can be in a, in a clip to 10. The tragedy that results from the wide and easy availability of guns with firepower that overwhelms our police, of weapons that have, in my view, no place in hunting or sport, and whose only function, only real function is to kill human beings uh, at a ferocious pace. Was the assault weapons ban effective? It was effective in the sense that there were fewer mass shootings that occurred, so I think it reduced anxiety considerably. gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Period.